Entry 10, cut the BS. LinkedIn post starts. Step two in your first marketing leadership role. So you've managed not to get fired in weeks one and two. Now it's time to start removing those things that don't work. So what to kill? The faceless blog. Your content strategy needs an overhaul. Is your blog just for show? Is there a strategy behind it or a marketing just being told what to write for other parts of the business? Start creating content that converts. The formal tone. B2B doesn't have to mean boring. Don't forget that real people read your emails, your posts, your journals. Marketing as sales enablement. Does marketing's position in the business need changing? Take on a revenue target, own it, and then take back control of the function. You are there to hit your number, not solely to serve the rest of the business units. Note, you can't do the latter without doing the former. LinkedIn post ends. Firstly, I'd like to reiterate that I'm in a very fortunate position at Cognizant where the CEO believes and trusts in marketing. Um, I know Dave Gerhard talks a lot about this and don't work for a, a CEO who doesn't get marketing. And we're very lucky here that that is the case, that he, he loves marketing um, and very much invests as well. So it's definitely been a factor in me being able to change the status quo um, and that that sort of whole, we've always done things this way kind of attitude. I've been, always been able to present ideas for new ways of doing things and cull some of the old things I didn't believe were worth our time. So I'll give you like a really concrete example in our content strategy. So we're in a very competitive market. There's so much sales and marketing content out there, but I believe content can be a competitive advantage when it's done well. One thing I noticed about sales and marketing content that was available was that there was a lot of it was just average. Um, and I do believe that's changed a little bit over the past sort of year or so with lots of companies now focusing more on the quality, um, especially as they're moving away from lead gen tactics. But I saw an opportunity for Cognizant to make an impact and raise the bar. Um, we wanted to make our brand known as a source of practical and actionable forward thinking sales and marketing content. It felt like a relatively low financial investment bet, but a long term approach. And if it worked, then it would continue to scale in a compounding way. And these are the types of initiatives that I love. It was more recently that I developed the idea of having dedicated story finders and journalists within the content team, separating the SEO writers from the storytellers. The whole idea for this was born out of this desire to build Cognizant into a media machine, this whole idea of having a media engine sitting within your marketing organization. It was something that marketers were talking about, but no one had actually really shared how they were activating that within the organization. And this was just a way that I came up with. It became apparent that our current writers couldn't really produce that story finder type content because they had to write for Google. They have keywords they have to go after, and that dictates the kinds of content they need to cover in order to match the search intent behind those keywords. It meant they were definitely restricted when it came to producing stories that would resonate with our audience today. That's not to say that the SEO stuff was bad, that's also very necessary, but it became obvious to me that it needed to, I needed to expand the content team to include both types of writers as they are actually both two very different things and they've both got two very different objectives. Our journalists are critical in creating demand for cognizant while our SEOs are capturing the demand that already exists. Another philosophy I wanted our writers to live by was that each piece of content our readers consume should allow them to go away with something actionable that can make them better at their jobs today or at least tomorrow. That should always be our benchmark for any content that we publish. That's what I mean when I say I don't want a faceless blog. I want people to find our content through whichever channel they discover us and instantly see the value. By having two halves to this media machine, our story finders and journalists are freed from Google and can publish value-led content that I believe really drives our brand forwards and delivers a competitive advantage. We've started to see this approach pay off too with amazing results. We see our time on page for our journalistic content double that of our average. So it's up to like seven, eight minutes. 
And there's also been an obvious wave of dark social murmurings happening around cognizant. We can see it in the numbers, but we can also feel it. LinkedIn posts talking about content we produce, experts in the field reviewing and praising our content strategy, and lots of people sharing how they've experienced value from Cognizant's content. It's something as a team that we're very proud of and want to continue to build, a brand where we are the port of call for any questions or learning around sales and marketing. As an example, I looked at our blog traffic side by side against our biggest competitor. And if you compare the size of the teams and the resources, they're about 20x us. Um, but actually, at the time of writing this, our blog traffic value was actually higher than theirs. It is actually now sort of slightly evened out. And I think they're sort of, you know, around $200 more than us, but it's not much. And given the difference in team size, I think this is a, a, an amazing achievement. And it simply goes to show we're talking about the right things. We're focused on the right types of content and we're actually delivering real value. Not only that, but every Google update has benefited Cognizant massively, which I believe is because we're doing content the right way with integrity. This trend, I think, will only continue. One other thing I'd like to touch on around the subject of content is tone. So B2B marketing tends to be strict, rigid, and boring. It's like writers are scared to put in anything entertaining in case they're viewed as unprofessional, but I do think that's the wrong approach. We had a similar vibe and tone back in the day, but I wanted us to be more human, more personable, and less corporate, more friendly and transparent. Ultimately, I wanted our content to be content that people wanted to read, to engage with. No BS, just real life learnings from the front line. And that's echoed in the way we work, the way we're building in public and we're transparent in how we speak as an organization and a culture in general. It's something we've been working hard at developing and it wasn't always the way at the beginning, but step by step, we've made our tone of voice a lot more approachable, conversational and easy to consume. 